Welcome everyone to Ron's Roundtable, your unofficial podcast for all things VFriends Compete and Collect gameplay. I'm your host, Ron, and I'm thrilled to be your guide in this exciting world of strategic fun. On this show, we're diving deep into the immersive universe of VFriends Compete and Collect, exploring gameplay strategies, existing gameplay mechanics, and uncovering those hidden rule suggestions that can give you the edge that you need. Whether you're a seasoned CNC competitor or a hobbyist looking to enhance your skills, this podcast is for you. We'll be tapping into the expertise of fellow CNC enthusiasts and top-tier competitors who will share their invaluable deck-building strategies, tactics, and insights. You'll learn the secrets to outwitting your opponents and achieving victory. Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is your Market Report, December 6, 2023, starting off of VFriends Compete and Collect Series 1, the very rare benevolent Barnow 70 out of 100 went for $44. We had a pack run off the shelf at $28.49, another pack at $29.95. You had a rare Moral Monkey for $32, a very rare Bashful Blobfish, 41 out of 100 for $56. Boxes are going nuts. $320 for a sealed box. We had another box run off the shelf for, um, what was this? Scrolling up here, $360. We had another box run off the shelf, a Lucky Black Cat box, $700. What is happening out there? Anyhow, we also had a PSA, oh, what is this? PSA 10, Modest Moose, 139. We had a Gem Mint 10 run off the shelf, a Kind Kudu for 99. That was an Australian dollar. So we had an Australian just go nutso here. Went in and bought four of the graded cards 99 each so it was uh listed at 64.97 usd ended up selling for 99 aud so polished poodle grateful gar kind kudu as well as a yolo yak we also had um one pack go off the shelf for 28.99 we had a lot of compete and collect of 50 cars go for 55 55 that happened three different times, it looks like. So there were three sales, 155 or sorry, $55 um, for 50 cards looking at. Uh, so 150 cards for, you know, 170 bucks or so. We had an actual box, just a pink box, go on for 40. We had another lot of cards, uh, 47 cards went for 80. And then you had. Oh, what's the what's this one here? Alpha Alligator went for another another uh, Australian sweep here. Um, you had the Alpha Alligator, you had the offensive oriented Orangutan, and the hardworking Wombat all went for ninety nine AUD. Had twelve loose packs. I'm always concerned about these loose packs that you guys keep buying, but uh, loose packs, twelve packs. So didn't even get that that other uh, that thirteenth pack. No case. 300 bucks. I feel like that's an absolute weird buy. Anyhow, it happened. We also had five pack go for 175. Again, loose packs. Had a gritty ghost run off for five bucks. And then you had another sealed compete and collect orange box with the Gary B, Focus Falcon, and Gutsy Gecko for $400. Moving into super stickers. My value in humanity is finally restored. The V Friend Spooktacular Gold Vibe and Vampire sold for $105, finally back up above that $100 mark. We had the Competitive Clown Sticker and Pin 5250, 
a sealed box of the Halloween pin, $50. Had another one go on a bid, $51. This one actually caught my eye here. The Bullish Bull NSCC VIP exclusive sticker, $144.50. What? Yes, that's exactly what I said. $144.50 for a Bullish Bull. And it was raw. So it's not even not even graded. So consider that. Also, we had another sealed Halloween box, $46.55. And then we had all of the V-Friends Super Sticker Alpacas, a uh, lot of four. So you didn't get the black ice, but you did get green, red, pink, and yellow, $217.50. I saw back in whenever these things first dropped, just a, a red ice went for more than that. So that market is way down. Uh, so if you're trying to get alpaca stickers, people are trying to sell them big time. Uh, another alpaca sticker, 50, a red ice. It is a uh, gem mint 10. We also had the competitive clown sticker and pin go for 41. Uh, Decisive duck raw, 40 bucks. Then we had a um, Halloween and edition zero. This was an interesting combo pack for 100 bucks. Then you had the logical lion go for 25. Moving into V Friends Series 1 cards, we had a rare PSA Accountable Anteater go for $349.05. Then we also had a Gleeful Sugar Glider Core go for $200. Then you had a PSA 9 Boisterous Beaver, $320. Had a Macho Man Array, $220. And then we had a full box on bid, two bids. I can't believe that it went for this. $3,550. That is the least expensive after mint, which I believe was $2,100. I've seen these boxes go for $3,550. So incredible market right now. Tons of uh, tons of sales going on. So if you're looking at uh, some of the breakdown here, I saw the core cards still going for that 2 to $5 range, depending on the uh, the tier, you know, how we have our are tier one through four for the most part uh, on those rare market looks to be steady right around that thirty five to fifty dollar mark depending on character. The very rares right around that forty to sixty mark. Uh, a no epic, so I assume that it's still back at that one thirty mark. Super stickers kind of all over the place uh, depending on which ones. So the more rare, like that bullish bull, obviously going for a pretty penny. And then if you wanted to get into some Halloween stickers and pins, I think now's a great time to, to jump in on that because they're a great deal. Um, seeing a lot of those run off the shelf at 20 bucks, you know, sealed boxes are 50. And then you get into the Series 1, Zero Cools, then you are looking at pretty premium price on all of that. And uh, for cores, right around that 200 mark, rares, right around that 400 mark. And uh, that's your market report as of December 6, 2023. And if you haven't already, make sure that you guys are listening to the Twitch streamers. We have To The Moon. We have Jay Courage, also on Whatnot. We also have Fanatics Live. All of these places are opportunities for you to jump into the ecosystem, get cards. There's always giveaways. There's always fun stuff happening. Um, so if you're interested in learning more about the breaking of, of cards or packaging cards, looking at different opportunities to jump into the ecosystem at, at a bazillion different price points. Um, please check these guys out. 
wealth of information as well, and they're always given opportunities to jump in. Today we have AJ Vaynerchuk coming in studio. He's a co-founder of Vayner Sports, VS Pass, Vayner Media, investor in Uber and Venmo, took the first Uber ride inside of New York City, and what you're going to quickly find out is he is a big strategy guy. Uh, he's grown up playing strategy games. That's what we're all about here on this podcast is, is strategy, uh, deck building, figuring out how to understand the game rule set and then win the game. And AJ and I get into what we think strategy games mean uh, for your overall strategy in life, as well as business and all those things in between. So join me in welcoming AJ Vaynerchuk to the show. Hey, what's going on? You'll be happy to hear that I'm actually prepared. <laughs> We're almost prepared. Let me, um, how many uh, rarity points I can have? 15? Yeah, you got 15 that you can work with. Tech is five and, and rares are two, correct? That is correct. Yep. Just see something real quick. I'm nearly prepared. I've got all my cards. I just need to make sure my deck is valid and I have no duplicates and stuff like that. Oh, that's half the battle, man. You just got to, because you toy around with those rarity points and like, you're like, ah, should I put the spec in? Should I put an epic in? And then you're looking at the rares that you actually have. And yeah, it's a whole thing. That's, that's the point of this podcast. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So yeah, we can start. I'm just kind of putting, and I have everything in protective sleeves and I'm just putting them so that they're all in the same type of protective sleeve. Yeah. Oh, um, good. Perfect. Well, guys, welcome back to Ron's Roundtable. We have AJ Vaynerchuk in the uh, in the studio today. He's going to be playing some CNC, talking strategy, talking about some of his uh, collectible journey with us. He's a co-founder of Vayner Sports, VS Pass, Vayner Media. Uh, one of the, I believe it was the first Uber ride, or no, yeah, Uber ride in New York in, City, in New York, in yeah. New York City. Uh, so he knows all about trends, and he's he's hot on the uh, the cards here. With CNC and with VS Pass, I know that we've done a couple breaks over there as well. Uh, I'm pretty excited about that piece of it because I pulled a Bo Nickel, I think a Holly Holm memorabilia card. So, like, there's a lot of cool things going on in the card world. I'm curious, AJ, like, have you always been in the card collecting? Is it is it been like a pastime for you since since like way back? Yes, yes, super little, you know. Like a lot of things, with Gary being 11 years older than me, I adopted a lot of his hobbies. And Gary, you know, is famously hardcore into sports cards. Um, and so I was super little, and I was into sports cards. Like, basically, as soon as I could read, I was in the mix. So, like, I don't know, kindergarten, first grade. Because um, I didn't need to fully read to know who Frank Thomas was or something like that. So, right. yeah, probably around kindergarten, I was moving around and improving it's not the best that way there we go that's gonna be better um so yeah i've always i've always had a passion for it it's been always now i've had my ebbs and flows where i was less involved mm -hmm. um but it's always been something i've liked and always stayed close and i i was really really big into pokemon uh pokemon was i think i was in fifth grade when the game boy game came out and then the training card game so middle school pokemon was huge for me oh really so did you yeah. play play the game itself? Yeah. I'm hardcore. I'm I'm legit. Yeah, so you, you actually we were playing the game or were you just like a collector of the Pokemon cards? Oh, both. Oh. More of a collector, but I played too. See, that's the thing. I never actually played Pokemon. I played some of the video games like uh Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue. I played those games, yep. but I never I like 
yeah, I never actually like got into the uh, got into the gameplay like physical cards. It was wild. It was fun. I liked it. It was a good game. I mainly collected, but I played too. Yeah. What was your? Uh, or did you have a character that you liked to collect, or were you just overall collector? I was an overall collector. You know, obviously, I was trying to chase the big hits of like a Charizard or a Blastoise. Um, some of the more niche Pokemon guys that I like, I rock with Snorlax. He was cool. I liked, I think it was Articuno, which was one of the birds, the like glacier bird. Oh yeah. Um, he was dope. He or she was dope. Um, what else did I like? I thought, uh, Hitmonchan was fun. That was one I liked. <laughs> that was, Boxing, was yeah, fun. that was a good one. That was cool. Um, yeah. And by the way, sorry, if I seem distracted, everybody, it's because I'm putting together the final touches on my deck for our competition, just make sure oh, you're good. Making sure super catch. duplicates. I don't think I do. You know, I heard something interesting the other day. It was a dude from courtyard. His, uh, his name on Twitter is chef chef spin, Pet. I believe. And he was saying, I can't remember the dude's name that bends spoons with his mind, but he put out, he like sued Pokemon for, the um abracadabra, I think it was, because he could bend spoons. Abra, I think, or Abra or Kazam or Alakazam. That was the evolution. Abra was the base. Okay, I think Kazam was second, and Alakazam was the main one. The yeah, powered up one. he was talking about, or he posted about, um, like he sued him, and then he ended up getting uh, a spoon signed by the. I, I assume it's like an illusionist of some sorts. Um, I'll have to link it in the in the show notes for you guys. But that's yeah, I can't remember it off the top. But I was like, damn, that's like that's a claim to fame right there. That's legit. <laughs> so as as the card world evolves and and like we get into the TCG games, like have you? I remember way back whenever we first started VS Pass, we did some uh, we did like the athletes Q and As. And inside of that, you were talking about a strategy game that you used to play. I can't remember what it was called. It was like a, it was a board game. Um. Oh, Settlers of Catan is a game I really like. That's liked. what it was. Yeah, really good game. What? What was that game? Settlers of Catan. I didn't start playing until like my mid twenties. Um, I would describe Settlers of Catan as like a hybrid of Monopoly and Risk and less luck-based, which is what I liked about it. Like, I love Monopoly and Risk, but there's no denying how much the dice play a role. And there's definitely luck in um, Settlers as well, but I just find that there's um, more strategy. The early decision-making process has a larger end result. There's multiple ways to win. Um, it's just a more dynamic, more grown-up version of Monopoly and Risk, in my opinion, if you like strategy-based games. Yeah, I think that a lot of the folks that listen to this podcast are super big into strategy-based ecosystems. I mean, that's we talk about strategy and CNC. We talk about different strategy games, TCG games. Um, yep. Like, Do you see this common thread within the games applicable to like this in-real-life we sort of detach by playing games. I mean, that's, that's what it's all about. We detach, we play games, but it like, it feeds into some of our strengths with the strategy. Like, have you, and, and I know this is like maybe super heady, but have you ever thought about, you know, back in the day you playing all these strategy games and now you in real life as an entrepreneur, looking at different pieces of the world and being able to insert yourself into those, uh, to create an impact. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, before I dive in, love your hat. Appreciate the love. <laughs> no problem. Uh, I, I, I'm a believer that strategy-based games as a kid, um, whether they're like card games, board games, video games, I think actually create some amazing life skills that help you through school, that help you through relationships, friendships, um, your career. I know uh, a buddy of mine's involved with a poker startup, and I was reading some of their materials, and they pulled some great quotes from entrepreneurs. And I don't remember. I don't want to misstate anything and say the wrong entrepreneur, but you know, billionaire type entrepreneurs talking about how poker um, served them a great foundation for entrepreneurship and running a business. And you know, whether it's poker, Pokemon, V Friends, TCG, um, MMORPGs, Sellers of Catan, like I think the skills that make somebody good at those games are skills that can be applied to being successful in your career. Um, it's not the only skills. I think you need the interpersonal, the emotional, and and et cetera. But um, I'm a big fan. I'm a believer. I'm a buyer. Yeah, I think that you're right on point with it. And I never heard that one about poker, but definitely some other strategy-based games. Um, they, they've always been, I think that they're a precursor to and honing the skills to other types of like just critical thinking, in, in my yeah. opinion. It's it's a wild thing. Um, speaking of sort of trends and and things like of that nature. What did you think about the Amazon move to air football? Like to, to have it streamed, uh, to have the, is it like the next evolution of what we're going to see, uh, for, is it Super Bowl esque? We'll ask that. Listen, Super Bowl has decades and decades of precedent and has built an entire culture around like getting people together and watching the ads. So anything becoming Super Bowl is gonna be super tough. I think for Amazon, and I don't, I'm making up these numbers, but if it's yeah. half a Super Bowl, sixty percent of a Super Bowl, that's a massive win. I'm a big buyer in what they're doing. I think it's brilliant how they um, have been able to take their foundations as an e-commerce company and uh, and extend it into other things, right? And so I think when people, I think, and I'm not going to say myself, not included. I think when Amazon first got into streaming, people were like, what is like this e-commerce company going to be, you know, why are they trying to win Emmys and things mm -hmm. like that? But yeah. then you see the culmination of it coming together and, you know, VaynerMedia um, did a couple of commercials for Gillette and Bose as part of the Black Friday campaign. And knowing that when I was watching that game at my parents' house in New Jersey, it was my mom's Amazon account that was synced to it and knowing that they can serve different dynamic ads based on shopping behavior is incredible. And then, you know, the, you know, being that it was VaynerMedia, I had to partake, you know, Gillette had a Super Bowl commercial where they had a QR code for their, their blades. That, that was just the perfect illustration of Amazon taking all of its power and all of its brilliance and bringing it together. Cause QR codes on the screen, I pull up my camera, I get it. It brings me to the Amazon app, which is downloaded on my phone. It has me on the product page. The first thing I see is the buy now button. And then Amazon's one click patent. I literally click buy now, like from scan, from seeing commercial to scan to purchase. And then it's at my house when I got home from Thanksgiving. It's just like a, a mind blowing buying experience. I think the thing that I'll give them the most credit for, and I think what they're focused on is reducing the friction of buying them owning the content makes them be able to reduce the friction even more. And it's just, it's pretty damn impressive for that, me. Yeah, for sure. And being able to reduce any friction in that buying process, as soon as you run into one roadblock, you're like, eh, I'm good. 
I'm not going to buy. And if you can, if you can make it smooth, yeah, that's the way to do it. Shout out to my brother. Great example, wine text, right? Like if you're a wine text consumer, you have all your info and you see a great deal and you really like it. You want six bottles of that wine. You just type the number six and hit send and it shows up like reducing friction is everything for buying. Yeah. Now the game itself, what did you think about the game? No comment. <laughs> Happy that my guy, DJ Reed guy interception. Yeah, there you go. Um, as, so to piggyback off of the DJ Reed, do you think now back into the card world, do you think that on-field performance has any indication as to value in the marketplace or is it? Always. Yeah, I think it's a core. Um, just watch any watch any player that comes out hot or gets hurt or go like, I think it's the primary driver. Um, now secondary to position. And so like a quarterback that's excelling, for example, um, is going to go faster than like an interior defense alignment. So, you know, you need to have a position, what market you play in matters, New York, LA, if you're a cowboy or you're a Yankee or whatever. Um, but performance is a major variable in my opinion. So whenever you're talking about those major cities uh, for sports themselves, are you thinking about that as you put together a personal collection? Are you more apt to trying to grab no. those position I, players no, or where, city where, players? Where I, am, where I am now is primarily my personal collection is my own clients. Like, you know, I think that By being a owner of a sports agency and working with great clients across multiple sports, um, things like fantasy sports, sports betting, some of which I can't do, but <laughs> fantasy sports, sports betting, collecting cards, um, all those things kind of got devalued in my world because what am I going to play fantasy baseball and not get Justin Turner and then not root for Justin Turner to do well, if that's going to impact my fantasy sport, you know, it just doesn't make sense anymore. So my personal collecting is mainly clients. Um, and, and frankly, I collect sports cards less because of it. Um, and you know, for me, V friends and the cards there have been a nice supplement to it. Um, because I, I want to support my brother and it's fun and I work on the stuff and I like it. Well, yeah, absolutely. That's the, and the, so to go into the CNC, you, you and I were chatting cause you were looking for cards over the summer and then you crack open a box and can you, can you explain or even just like go through the emotions of that box that you cracked? That was awesome. Like, uh, it was really cool. Cause like one thing that's fun is I want every part of the process to be fun. So even opening packs, I try to make the experience of opening a pack fun and like, you know, the slow reveal and like going and taking my time and flipping around and you know, that experience of opening up that box and having that pack um, and slowly revealing that there was a hollow under there that I was like, I was able to see and I, I slowly revealed it enough that I could see the hollow design. And then what I did was um, I actually had the self-restraint to take a picture of it, post it on Twitter and sit on it for, I don't know, 20 minutes, not that long, maybe 15, 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then I actually spun up a live stream on Zoom. And said, hey, if anybody wants to see which hollow this is in real time, like I legitimately, I swear to you, I promise I don't know what it is. Let me pull it with you. And then I did a live stream and like maybe like 40 to 60 people showed up on 10 minutes notice, which was awesome. And then I, I pulled a rare robot hollow, which was just so fun. Such an absolute snipe. Um, 
and that's like what makes trading cards so fun is that it's like got a little you know i grew up liking gambling i like it less now but there's like a little bit of gambling and there's the collectability of it and there's the characters you and then the other thing too is like especially with v friends i think v friends is a little bit different obviously there's like the rarities and there's the pricing market mm-hmm. but you see it there's people that gravitate to certain characters and they want to collect those characters um you know uh tj on on twitter um he he's the catfish guy right yep and i remembered i was going through my v friends collection and when i first bought remember the blind auction um or the blind bid excuse me for v friends series one zero cool cards yeah absolutely buying 10 and i'm upset because i changed my bid at the last minute i was i was in for um I was in for 50 grand mentally. Mm-hmm. And so my initial bid was um, 20 boxes at 2,500 a pop, which would have been a fucking snipe. Cause I think it netted out at like 21 or 2,200, yeah. which would have been a fucking snipe. And that was my bid for like a few days. And then an hour before the deadline, I'm like, I don't want to get blanked. And I changed it to five grand a box for 10. And so I ended up getting the 10. I wish I got 20. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I second guessed myself with a very, I should have went with my gut, but I didn't want to get blanked. And uh, so I had 10 boxes. And what I did when I got the 10 boxes was I opened up two and then I sat on the other eight. Um, and in the two that I opened, I pulled up a, a gold catfish. And I remember going through and seeing, and I, I reached out to him and I said, hey, let's figure something out. And we ended up making a deal because I felt like he deserved to have it. For like sure. I liked it, but that was his character, right? And not that the catfish is rare or powerful. It's just like, that's the one he rocks with. And so I think that's a really cool element, more similar to Pokemon than say sports cards. Yeah, no doubt about it. So what does your stun son collection look like? It's weak, actually, even though that's my favorite character. I, um, you know, my, my collecting comes in waves. Okay. Um, it just comes down to like how busy am I with other stuff? What's going on at home? Like right now, Thanksgiving to Super Bowl is my busiest time of year. So collecting wise, I probably won't buy anything over the next two months. Um, so yeah, frankly, my stun sun collection is weak. I need to get on it. When I had my boost after the national trading card show, I was buying and trading for just like rarer, higher end stuff. Um, but I need to get a boogie on the the stun sun collection again stronger. All right, community, you heard this. He wants more stun suns. Let's hook him up. Hit him yep. up in the DMs. Check him out. That that question came in from uh, Ryan Turner, Food is Fuel, from from our uh, our following over good here. Question. Yeah, and then as far as teacher goes, whenever he, whenever you were talking about that gold catfish, and and I remember you guys did another deal. I I think it was another deal. Additionally, um, where he got series one boxes from you. Yep. And then. Yep. I was actually part of the catfish deal. It was a big deal. Oh, okay, gotcha. It's all one big deal. Yeah. Well, he ended up pulling that. I think it was an auto sommelier right outside the nice. the offices before he came in. It was it was a whole thing. That's awesome. Yeah, TJ and To the Moon. They're those guys so, are just legit. So uh, part of our massive trade. It was a huge trade, biggest trade I've done. Um, he got two series one boxes, and I'd be lying to you, and I'm not going to even ask him, and I don't want to know. But you know, they pulled the uh, the black cat. What was it? A yeah, it was, it was a bubble gold gum. Bubble, bubble gum. gum. Pulled the bubble gum back cat. And that was pretty shortly after we did our deal. It wasn't your box. And I just really, what's that? Oh, you know it wasn't my box? I wasn't, it wasn't your box. Fuck yeah. You, you just made my fucking day. I know. I, didn't even want to I know whose it was. You know whose it was? Yeah. By the way, I feel bad for them. <laughs> I'm literally like so pumped because yeah. I'm like, I'm I was 50-50 in my head. It was my box. 
No, it wasn't. So sorry to ruin that or make that good for you. But yeah, I don't. No, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. You <laughs> I figured you would be. <laughs> yeah, that bubblegum black cat. That day. was a fucking vibe, dude. Like we, my day. we went in. They just broke three more boxes last night. Yeah, they're they're accumulating. They're just going nuts. Um, yeah, they. I think the the big one they pulled last night, and the same dude got the one of one in, in two boxes. Crazy, random draw the whole bit that he ends up getting the one of one in both boxes. One of them was a skilled skeleton diamond, and I think he hit a hollow. I think it was a hollow peacock. Pretty sure. Anyhow, I love that. Yeah. So now's your busy time of season, of course, with all the recruiting going on, as well as like trying to keep your the athletes that are, you know, maybe here and there, whatever. Um, where what's your focus? I know that you guys at VS Pass are looking at, you know, basketball, some some other like fringe sports also like with uh, with MMA. You guys are huge into that. Um, is there anything that like that you're really looking forward to? Maybe F1 uh, volleyball, anything like that inside of the, the sports world, or maybe something so totally crazy, like high lie or something. Yeah. I mean, we've done some alternative events. We haven't seen a lot of demand for them. I think that our new reward system, um, and the ability for people to suggest will help, you know, for us, we ultimately only want to buy tickets for, um, things that people want to attend. Right. And Mm -hmm. so, um, whether it's geography or interest or things like that. So, um, our main focus really, excuse me, with the events, you know, the, the monthly raffles, we're going to go for the big ones like Super Bowl and ex- Masters, et cetera. And then the other events, I think, are going to be fueled by, you know, consumer demand and suggestions on the rewards ecosystem. Yeah. And I think that's something to, to pay pe- special attention to and, and things that I, I look at in the Discord and some people were a little bit upset about the rewards program. And, and for whatever reason, I'm not exactly sure why, but nothing, nothing went away with the reward system. Like everything is an addition to what we were doing before. Um, so I'm just like, I have a trouble, I have trouble swallowing that whenever I see that feedback. I think people people just had a problem with the concept of any incremental investment. You know, it's a sensitive time. People have lost a lot of money. My thing is, what was it? 240 bucks. Yeah. It gives you access to, um, get more value than you spent. And you get a multiplier based on any VS passes that you had. So mm-hmm. I very much saw it as an addition to um, we are rolling out our next season. So that was season zero. Season one's coming in January. There will be a lower price point. So I do think we'll get to see more people enter the rewards ecosystem. That's why we're doing it. Okay. Uh, and, you know, it's, you know, to me, I, I don't take too much of the feedback personally because I know that foundationally it comes from a place of, their overall frustration with the ecosystem and not necessarily sure. specifically us and what we launched. That's how I see it. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the best way to go about it. It's just, you know, whenever I'm in there and we're chatting up and I'm, I'm just sort of like, I, you, we bought in knowing that there were going to be raffles. Like I'm not, yeah, I'm just not following. But now yep. inside of that reward system, I mean, you want to talk about some crazy stuff in there of, of value. You can, there's raffles for memorabilia. There are raffles for signed memorabilia. Um, you know, trips to New York to see you guys' office. There's all types of stuff. Yep. Box breaks. So, yep. um, I'm I'm excited about where VS Pass is headed. Obviously, um, rocking the the MMA hat. I'm a big MMA guy. So, I um I actually won early on on a base pass to go to Long mm-hmm. Island to a UFC event. 
Nice. Yeah, yeah, Michelle Waterson's card, right? It was mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, it was Michelle Waterson's card, but also that was the card where Brian Ortega ripped his shoulder out in the main event. Yeah. They, didn't they just book that rematch? Oh, I don't know. I think, uh, wasn't that against, was that against Yair or Ilya um, that he Yair. popped his shoulder? Yeah, I think they just booked the rematch. Oh, I have to look into it. But bro, that walkout that they do with the with the, all the Mexican music, the one side was red, the other side was green. It was like... I took my daughter to it. She still talks about uh, that event. That's sick. She's like, that's the best thing I've ever been to. And she's been to a lot of stuff. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, look. They just rebooked Ortega Yair rematch. There it is. Yep. For February 20th. Oh, UFC Mexico. It's That's going to be crazy. Ooh. That's a UFC Mexico. Let's go. Yeah, that's sick. That's awesome. All right, AJ, do you want to uh, you want to jump into the CNC game? Why? All right. I'm gonna. Tr- can I try and uh, call in? I've never. With- I've never played on Zoom, so help me. Yeah. Well, basically. So basically, like, we're just gonna go trust honor system as far as like seeing the cards. I don't. I don't necessarily yep. need to see the cards, but yep. more or less, you're gonna just play on your desk like you would be there, and then you'll just kind of lift up and then show your card. Yep. That's cool. it. Um, All right, we shuffling. Yes, we're shuffling. I'm going to, if you don't mind. I'm going to call in with my, my card cam. Hopefully, okay. yeah. hopefully we can get that in there. Sure. And then... What about the gems and everything? How are we doing that? Or the points, I guess. I'm going to do it... I'm going to try it? and do it right here on my... Okay. Um, I appreciate you, brother. Yeah, all I got is cards. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Come on, join the meeting. Nah, it's being goofy. It's being goofy. I don't want to take up too much time with that. It's not working. Okay. So that's okay. But I can still keep track over here. No problem. And then we will just show it as they come up. Cool. And then you want to call heads or tails. So heads is going to be. So you call tails. Tails. Never fails. All right. We will go. And he doesn't fail. His tails. Cool. <laughs> All right. It's going to be interesting, though, for you because you're not going to be able to see the game board. But that's right. No big I've deal. I played it enough where I, I should be okay. And you can just help me. Yep. Honor system. Friendly. Honor system. Here we go. Do you want to attack or do you want to defend first? That's what you get. That's what you win when you win the coin toss. Right. I'll, I'll attack first. Okay. Very good. So we each pick up our card. Yes. Let's go Aura. Except. 24. 23. That's yours. All right. One Aura. I have the attack now. I attack skill. I'll accept. 22. 25. Got it. My... I'm going to lose, I think, because I didn't do a good enough job of getting my base cards in set. So we'll see. Oh, we'll yeah. See. Son of a gun. Bad excuse by me. I don't mean to make excuses, but. <laughs> it's all good, man. I, I should have prepared better. All right, ready? Uh, one sec. So I have one aura, one skill. Okay. Yep, I'm ready. Your attack. Let's go. Let's go. Skill. Except 25. Ooh, 
No, I have 20. I got the 24 Ooh, on this one. I finally beat the Viking boys. Let's go. That's a <laughs> devastating loss for me. Devastating. Oh my goodness. Finally, uh, dude, the versatile Viking is my nemesis. I it, mean, it's supposed to be OP and I fucked it up. That's it gets on me. me. It gets me. All right. My attack. Good. Attack. Yep. Good. Um, I attack aura. Stamina. Except. 24. 25. I got it. Yours. One, two. Your attack. Let's go aura. Decline. Stamina. Except. 22. 24. Yeah, I came unprepared. That's why all my I'm all my bases are like in the sixties. I'm cooked. This I is feel, my bad. I feel terrible. Me. I feel like I should. No, play I, my I, cards I deserve to get blown out. This is me being <laughs> on the couch for too long and didn't prepare enough and quickly grab some cards before I left. And yeah, it's on me. That's all it's on good. me. All right, so my attack. Yeah, this might be a shutout. This is embarrassing. <laughs> I'm gonna have to like scrub the tape and say we never played. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I attack skill. What do you have right now across your points? I have one aura, one or one aura, two skill, four stamina. I'll accept skill. I only have 21. Oop, 25. Yeah, this is going to be a blowout. Yeah, this is like the... Here's my other, here's my other problem. I'm making a million excuses, so everybody blame me for this. My Most of my best cards are PSA graded. And so yep. um, I would, I'm going to make... As I'm getting blown out, as I'm getting blown out, I'm making the claim that... Um, I've got a million excuses, but my main one is that my best cards are all graded, and I'm more of a collector than a player. There we go. I get blown. Out. There we go. And listen, this is but all kudos to you. You're blowing me out. That's all good. All right, ready? <laughs> this is basically like every top tier card that you can possibly have is in this deck. Yeah, I get it. I yeah. don't. I don't have. I got a few bangers though. Okay, so let's keep going. All right, I got aura. Decline skill. I'll accept it. 22. 25. Yeah. Here you go. To my attack. I attack Aura. Let's go Stamina. Except 24. 24. Oh, look at this banger. Look at that, at that banger. All right. All right. By the way, I wanted you to, to I wanted to go to total score so bad. I wanted you to Dude, you should have just called TTT. Oh yeah, you could do that, right? Yeah, you should have just called TTT. Once around? Once around? Once, yeah. That's what I should have done. Yeah. That's the one. Remind me of that mechanic cuz I don't think I did that much at the at uh, the national. What's the mechanic on that again? So anytime that you have a rare or better, you can call TTT and it goes to that total score immediately. And how much is that worth? It's one, one of each. One of okay. each. So honestly, right. like, I mean, you can, but then you don't get to call it anymore. So you get one right. and it's yeah, one yeah, and yeah. done. But you. yeah, rare or better. So there's, so we put on that. yeah, there's so two, cool, right? two in the uh, stamina column. So now if you think about that, you sort of want to yeah, beef yeah. up that you beef yep. up the, uh, the tie bank and then you call it TTT. That's mm -hmm. sort of my thing is like, I will, I'll sort of accept on 24s on some of the ones that I'm trying to, if I still have my TTT, 
I'll yep. try and build that up in one of these columns, like skill or stamina, tie it, and then call it TTT. I got you. Because it's you. super OP. Yeah. All right. Still my attack. I attack Aura. I'll accept. 24. 25. <laughs> All right. So now I get the tie bank, plus I get that one point. So I'm now currently getting blank. So now I have out. six. Yeah, it's it's a it's okay. pretty bad right now. <laughs> Murder. This is my fault entirely. All right, gonna, we're gonna have to have a rematch. That's the only good thing that came out of this. Is I'll come more prepared next time. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, we'll go round two and uh, we'll we'll have a better match. Yeah. All right, your attack, my friend. What are your scores right now? I have two aura, five skill, six stamina. And what is it? Seven wins. Yeah, first to seven. Skill. Decline aura. Except 23. 25. See, I got a cat, but it's in a PSA slab. Yeah. I'm going to bring my slabs next time. How is your robot not in a slab yet, by the way? like Laziness and being busy. Yeah. Take care of it, though. Of all the cards, like that's the one that should be in the slab. Agreed. <laughs> all right, ready to go? Yeah, I attack Aura. Skill. Except. 25. 25. Nice. Push. That's a push. I went TTT, but I wanted to get greedy. That's good. Listen, being greedy is is like the number one downfall in this game because it pulls yep. you away from your strength. Yep. All right, my <sighs> attack, right? No. So since we tied, it stays on me. Um, okay. Yep. That's right. Go yep. ahead. Um, I'll call TTT. Okay. Oh, you got me. I got you. Yeah, you got oh, me. I didn't get blanked. Thank God. You didn't get blanked. Fine. That's one, my, I won. <laughs> <laughs> you blew me out, but I won. Yep. That's fine. And you got, so now you're one, three, one. You have one I'm aura. I'm glad I didn't get shut out. That was the only thing at this, like a minute ago, all I cared about was not getting blanked. Right. Yeah. You got to put one in the bucket. All right. And now it's your aura. attack. Um, decline. Skill. Stamina. Total. 67. 71. Can you win? GG's. Okay, man. I'm just glad I didn't get blanked. That's you it. destroyed me. What else did I have in here? I had a nice narwhal waiting. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, the only this one's not good. I did it for fun because I love this guy. It's maybe my second favorite character, the competitive clown. Oh, it's it's legit. Yeah, I have uh, I have a few clowns, and then I have the um, the super sticker clown for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, brother. Listen, we got to run it back. I did a bad job. Sorry to the audience. I did not make that a fun match. <laughs> uh, I will be better next time. I did a bad job. I picked out like my specs, and then I ran out the door and just grabbed some yeah. cores. And so your best yeah. bet is to get anything pretty much sixty eight and above, and anything with a twenty five. So the electric eel, the skilled skeleton, they both have twenty fives. Your gorilla has a twenty five, um, and then really all the cards seventy one and above, I believe, all have all have at least one twenty five in it. So that's your goal, AJ, for next time. Yes, noted. Appreciate you, brother. <laughs> yes, sir. This was fun. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you, Sorry, man. I got blown out and embarrassed myself, but now I'm, I'm going to come back better than ever next time. It's better for the ratings. It's better for the ratings. <laughs> yeah, the tweet, your tweet could be, watch me blow out AJ. Exactly.
All right, my friend, oh, thank you so much. Is there anything else you'd like to get across to the listeners? You good to go? No, I uh, I appreciate everybody. Um, please don't hold my poor performance against me. I'll be back for round two. Um, bad job by me. All kudos to you for crushing me. And I appreciate having me on, brother. And I appreciate wearing the hat and all the support. Always. Thank you, AJ. Thanks, all. See all right, guys. guys. Until next time, keep building those decks. Stay strong. Take care. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform to stay updated with each exciting episode. Until next time, may your strategies be sharp and your decks ever victorious.